Welcome into all our dads out there and welcome into all our moms. You are listening to episode 120 of the Fade You podcast. We are on Twitter at Fade You Sports. Make sure you follow us there and uh, hit that subscribe button on your Apple podcast or Spotify or wherever you're listening and uh, subscribe to the pod that helps us out. My name is Matthew James and took a little bit of a break towards the end of last week. Uh, We didn't want to just kill everyone with Super Bowl content. So that's the focus this week. I am on Twitter at Matthew James 78 and I am joined by just one father tonight. Just You're dropping one. like dropping like flies. We've moved the pod later in the evening. We're recording on Monday night on February 7th. We try to accommodate Chris Duke, but the dad just can't get his shit together. We no, we accommodated Chris Duke and he still didn't show up. We tried and he no showed. I mean, this <laughs> this guy thinks that the Rams are a contrarian favorite, for God's sakes. He just Dear God. Chris can't figure anything out. He's spending a lot of time with Ed. So he forgets yeah. when he's supposed to hang out with his wife and then you know how he can't make the pod. So Chris, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Get your shit together, guy. But but my father here always makes time for the Fade You podcast. He is Joe Ham, Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. Joe, what are you drinking yes. tonight? I am drinking a nice Kirkland Signature Box uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. It is pretty fucking good. So yeah, and I caught an edible about an hour ago, and that's hitting me right now. So this will be an interesting uh, thirty minutes. So you did the you did the Eddie mid research. Yes. Wow. Well, I yeah, it didn't kick in yet. I just ate it, and then I went up to my computer and I'm like, let the I let my wife know, hey, I got 30 minutes. I got to prep for this shit. And I went up here and like a good boy and did a bunch of uh, studying and found some interesting bullshit we could discuss. Like a good dad, he is. Uh, We may get the bucket boy. Neil is being a good dad, good actual dad. He's in a little league dad's meeting, but to coach his son in little league. So once that's done, we may get Neil. Uh, Kyle is also on actual dad duty. Uh, Hopefully we'll get Kyle on later this week and we can get a baby update from the new dad. And uh, that leaves Chris with really no excuse, actually. None at all. No excuse whatsoever. He's just being uh, typical Chris, hanging out with Ed. He said wife. That's probably code for Ed. It might be. We'll have to decipher this. So anyway, we uh, we did a show last week where we um, gave some thoughts on the state of the NFL as we headed into that dead week before the Pro Bowl. I mean, I didn't. I don't care about the Pro Bowl. I have no, no Pro was Bowl. Fucking, I turned. I I quite literally watched one play, and I was like, "Nope, this is yeah. literally two hand touch. It's not worth it." No, um, gone are the days of uh, Sean Taylor absolutely leveling a punter in the Pro Bowl. Dad, they just very few things it's are as good as they were. It. 
They should just do all like skills challenges or dodgeball. That was bad. That was electric. I didn't watch it this year, but (laughs) it's probably better than the fucking game. You know, this is kind of just a life observation here. But for people who are are young, you know, we're we're hanging on to our youth, kind of. We're not that old. We're no, yeah, we're we're not in our twenties anymore. I'm all you early uh, thirties. All you young and the youngins out there should try to understand that as you get older and time goes by, things that used to be awesome are no longer awesome and suck more now than they used to. (laughs) Hangovers. Oh my god. Um, so, wow. Well, I wish I could join you with some booze, dad, but I just took a shot of NyQuil and oh, after we, after that we has record, booze in it. you're still boozing with uh, me. Pass the fuck out. Been battling a little bit of a cold. How do I sound? You sound totally fine. Good. Actually, good. it makes me a little horny. Oh, so I, I do sound fine. <laughs> Love, wonderful. All right. So we had a, a lot of things I wanted to talk about with the group tonight. It's all good. I guess let's let's start with this. Um, first pot in a week. Uh, it is Super Bowl week now. Is this a meh Super Bowl? Um, I I don't think so, man. I, I I mean we're just football addicts, so we're gonna love it no matter who's the fuck is playing. But I think just having stars in it helps. I think it's a, it's a good Super Bowl. It's not great, but it's good. I don't, you know, it doesn't have one of those marquee teams in it. So I don't know. I'm, I'm cool with it. It would have been cool to see Tom Brady or, you know, somebody else play in it. That's actually a good quarterback. So I don't know. Or a legend, I, I guess you could say. I guess, you know, Billison is just more shows. And I feel like people just aren't super excited for the. I don't know why. I mean, the Stafford thing is, I guess, cool. Like he, wasted away all those years in Detroit. Like how many guys get drafted and are pretty decent players and are Deece. just cursed to spend their entire yeah. career in a place like Detroit or I mean, Jacksonville or some of these teams yeah. are never, jets are never going to go anywhere. And it's, I guess, cool for him that he got out of there and is having success right away. But I don't know. The Stafford thing doesn't do it for me. The Bengals. It's just weird. Like, it's cool now and like the more we see of burrow the more you like the guy it just feels like they're they're so early on this and it it would have been if it like it was buffalo and josh allen it would have been like so much cooler yeah exactly am i out of of line i don't know if it would be cool i think i mean i think it's pretty fucking cool that he's 24 and he could win a fucking super bowl and shout out to him being the only one what's the stat it was uh He's the he'd be the only one to win the Heisman, Natty, and the Super Bowl. That is a pull your cock out move right there. Yeah, and I mean, and Neil proved me wrong when he said, uh, "Oh, I would like to see uh, Burrow with the fucking smoking a cigar after the last the AFC Championship." I was, I was like, I don't think he's gonna do that. Dad pulled one out, and smoked it, which is fucking badass, man. I think that he is cool as fuck. He's cooler than I'll ever fucking imagine I could be. We did a pod a few weeks ago, and I said, is Burrow the coolest quarterback left in the playoffs? And everybody was like, he's cool. And then we did the fuck, Mary kill with Jimmy G. Well, winning an AFC championship makes you pretty fuck cool, too. Yeah. 
And so, he had not done that yet. <laughs> a little validated. I mean, he is just, he is a cool dude. Um, I kind of want to pump the brakes on Kyle's like second coming of Joe Montana. Like let's, uh, right. Let's let him win one first before we get crazy with the Brady Montana shit. But yeah, dude, to get one at 24 though, it's just fucking unbelievable. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do next season for like, you know, yeah. Was this a fluke or what? But hey, you win a win a title. That, that you can't ever have that taken away. So I guess if if you're football diehards like we are, you're you're into it. But for some people, I can see how this could kind of be like, ah, it's not the matchup I wanted. Would have been great to see Rodgers get another crack at it. Or to see if Brady could win his eighth. What would or, be the best? What do you think would be the best know. Super Bowl matchup? Like it would have been Buck. I think you got to put Bucks in there. Probably just, but I mean, it'd be just re- rematch last year, I guess. Or Packers, Dad. I mean, or I feel like Bills. We're, we're gonna look back when Rod. I mean, Brady just retired. We're gonna look back when Rogers retired, and we're gonna be like, "How did that guy only play one?" Like that's kind of right. fucked as a football fan. You only got yeah. to see him do it in one Super Bowl. Right, kind of fucked. Yeah, it is fucked. So I don't know, maybe the Super Bowl, it's being obviously overshadowed by a lot of stuff going on. Brady retires that, that takes the headlines. And now you got NFL network replaying all Brady Super Bowls. Uh, when I was sick last week and, uh, they, they showed the first one with Summerall and Madden called it. I forgot that. I forgot that was even Madden and Summerall. Uh, it was so good. And it, it was actually a really entertaining rewatch. I forgot about a lot of things from that game, but so you got the Brady retirement overshadowing this, all the Rogers shit, all the, I mean, there's fucking nine coaches hired. You got the Brian Flores lawsuit. So a lot going on. I, I think, honestly, I think the NFL would be, they would be better off removing the off week. I think. Maybe. Fuck. I think there's, there's just too much. To, yeah. There's, there's too much news outside of just the games. Now, once you get to the off season that now you have, news on teams not playing in this game overshadowing the actual game does that make sense right. yeah yeah it's got to be like monet money is the reason why i don't fucking know well because they want the build-up to it but now your your build-up right. is just they don't need it it's no there's this thing called the fucking internet and smartphones now yeah i don't know we'll see so all right let's talk about the action um is it back to four um, I saw four and a half this morning. Is I haven't it still four and it. a half? Okay. Let's see what yeah, the consensus. And there's, it's been, uh, I've seen a, t- oh, it's down to four again. Okay. I just looking at it right now. Still, dude, heavy money on Rams. I see. I'm seeing on. four and a half. So I'm, I'm Westgate's at four and a half. Um, the Vegas consensus number is four and a half. Uh, Caesars is four and a half. Uh, DraftKings is still four. Yeah, Fandles there are four. four. Circa is four and a half. So, okay, Fox. it's four, four and a half. It's going to bounce around there yeah. for a couple days. Uh, the total looks like is down to 48 and a half. That has, did it, what did it open? 50? And it's just been kind of slowly uh, bet down above 50, I think. Yeah, I think it's 51. Okay. Okay. And then in terms of percentages, where are we at? On the total, on both, oh, okay. I guess. I guess the sides. Yeah. So okay, I'll, I'll go with the sides first. We got fifty-eight uh, percent of the bet, seventy-six percent of the money on the Rams. 
So that's pretty heavy fave, man. And that's public that doesn't fucking know how to bet or what to bet. And they say, oh, they're favorited. Well, fuck it. I'll... There's no way Joe Burrow can win a Super Bowl. They don't deserve to be there. So let's we're recording on Monday night. People are going to listen to this pod and they're, they're still trying to make up their mind on how they want to bet this game. So let's give people some actionable info. Shout out cash considerations podcast. That might be a trademark from them. Actionable that's info. A, Those guys a are great. Sick term. Great. Um, what do we think the numbers will do as the week goes on? And as we get closer to the game, I have favorites and overs, baby. That's where so those you, lines are going to go up. So you think money and bets will steadily just continue to come in on the Rams all week? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to come in on the Rams. They're going to come in on the over. I mean, Jimmy Vaccaro said uh, the other day that he expects that the total is going to end or close at probably 50 and a half, 51. That's what he said. He was talking to other sport, uh, bookmakers. So, I mean, at 48, you're getting value, I guess, CLV, but we all know what that fucking means. So anyone who likes the over, if you're listening to this on Tuesday or Wednesday and the total is still sitting at 48 and a half and you like the over, take it now because it'll probably get bet up. Is that what you're saying? There we go. That is what I'm saying. The other thing that's going to happen too is, at least in Vegas, you're going to get all the people who want to, bet on the Rams who live in Southern California driving to Vegas later this week to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl, And they're going to put their money on the Rams. Now, are those going to be all huge bets? They're going to move the number. No, but I wouldn't be surprised if we don't start seeing Bengals money until very shortly before the game. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of people that are coming into town. I mean, I feel like Cincinnati is going to travel to Vegas for this shit to watch it or bet on it if you were 60 just as much as la well close i guess if you were in your 50s or 60 and you haven't seen the Bengals in the fucking super bowl in since what 1988 <laughs> yeah you would, out you, would, you would have to you would have to take advantage of this opportunity and go right like right i mean i think the Bengals have a much bigger fan base than the rams so maybe just <laughs> in sheer sheer numbers alone they could out Benham, but yeah, I mean, and then people that don't have a fucking stake in it, they're gonna, I think they're, they're gonna want to bet the dog. But again, these are guys not, these are not sharp betters. I'm just trying to predict what the dens of the world could do, which fuck, I don't still don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Do you think sharp guys will come in on the dog last minute? Probably because that's where they'll get their best number. I feel like they'll right. at four, they like it, four and a half, they'll love it. Yeah. I mean, here's so dogs in the Super Bowl are on a 10 and 4 ATS run. We have that. Uh, we've got a couple other things that look good for the Bengals. So, game started and finished by Joe Burrow this season. Or, no, this is in both years. This is in Burrow's career. Game started and finished by Burrow. Bengals are 13, 4 and 1 ATS as a dog. This season, as a dog of three and a half or more, they are 5 and 0. Oh. ATS. Fuck yeah. That's hot, man. That's so, hot. My, I, I have a couple Bengal stats too. I got uh, one fun little Burrow one. Burrow's 12 and 4 ATS against opponents who are above 500. So he covers in those 
games where he's probably a larger dog, which he is here. Uh, the Bengals are 7-0, last seven ATS. Um, and then the Bengals, second most profitable team in the NFL, ATS. So let's try to explain why that could be the case. He is the type of player that can elevate an otherwise, would you say, mediocre franchise? <laughs> yes. That the, that the Bengals, for most of my life as a football fan, have had this label attached to them that they're just kind of one of those you forget about them teams. Oh, kind of like sure. a like an Arizona Cardinals, like a Atlanta Falcons, a Carolina Panthers, that for the most part, they might be good for a couple years at a time and have a little run, like the Bengals did with Andy Dalton a yep. little over a decade ago. Carson for Palmer? The, yeah, but for the most part, they're not they're going to be, they're not going to be price, you know, with the market loving them. And so with all these borough trends, like he is able to elevate their entire organization so that they're a little bit undervalued by the market. I mean, oh, is that sure? Yeah. That's kind of what we're figuring out here. Yeah. I mean, obviously yeah, dude, it's, I agree 100%. He's for sure elevating that. And He's good in the fourth quarter and fucked, man. Cover spreads. It also might tell me that the book doesn't really know how to price this team. Because on one hand, you have you have actual weaknesses. Like, I've heard for 20 weeks now that this offensive line sucks. That they have, I mean, they, they, put, they spent a first round on this left tackle, Jonah Williams. He's whatever. They really don't have a center. Their right guard and right tackle are turnstiles. So you have actual weaknesses yep. on this team. So the, the books are like, okay, you have a team that's not in the same class as Kansas City or Buffalo. So we're not going to price them the same way we would them. But then again, you have this team. They're in the Super Bowl. So yeah, I think Dude, a lot I mean, of us. They, they didn't get a lot of respect. Well, they didn't really get a lot of respect from the books. You know, the, the previous two games, no. especially in the playoffs. No. They, seven point dogs in both, right? So now they're going to go to LA, play Rams in their home stadium. I think I thought the line would be a little bit higher. And so I'm like, I think finally they're getting a little bit of respect. But yeah, I still think the books are confused as shit. Yeah. Like, this, this isn't a, this is a tough game to predict because it could be a shootout, right? Could just go fucking fly over or. You know, maybe nobody fucking scores. And look at the Rams, the highest scoring team in the NFL, scored three fucking points the last time they were in a Super Bowl. So you just never know, man. What does our friend of the show say? Nobody knows shit. That's a good good place to stop. We'll uh, stop for a break real quick. On the other side, we want to get to props and start to talk about these a little bit. We'll save some for our uh, end of the week show when we really get to our our final preview. But uh, we'll hit a few props here in a minute. All right, props in the Super Bowl. So general rule of thumb, if you like unders on props, wait, because the public loves to bet props over. And so if you like a, I don't know, let's say there's a wide receiver who's got a a yardage prop and it's like 62 and a half right now. Wait, let people bet that up and get a better number probably on the day of the game. Okay, so if you like unders, wait, let them get bet up. The public loves hitting props over. The public loves overs in general, so just hang on. 
the other important thing, you got to shop. Like we unfortunately don't have a great menu of props in our stupid book. And we live in a stupid state that doesn't have legalized sports betting. So we kind of get fucked on props. Thank you, Warren Sharp, for all those. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's not that. his fault. We can't get the, we can't get good numbers. Um, so really look around. If you just have one book, it's going to be very, very hard for you to win betting props uh, because, I mean, there's so many different books. You're going to have different numbers. So you really got to do your due diligence if you can. Um, give me some of the ones that you did some research on. I there's, there's two specifically that I have heard hammered a lot. So I'll, I'll save those. Give us, uh, I know you did some research for this episode that no other dad showed up for. But, uh, <laughs> I, I wish I did research on props, but I'll tell you what I like. <laughs> yeah, no, what do you got? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Uh, so the kid McPherson, the fucking gangster ass kicker for the Bengals, his point total, seven and a half. I think I'm going to fire the over because I think he can make two field goals, two extra points. So, and, okay, hold on. What's the juice on that? Uh, it was minus one ten or one hundred and fifteen. And what is the Bengals' team total in the game? I don't know. I haven't looked. Because if you're saying he's going to score seven and a half, if he's going to score over seven and a half points, the Bengals need to score twice and have two field. So you would need over twenty points for the Bengals. Yeah, unless you made three field goals and a touchdown. Right. Okay. But okay. yeah. So that's it's it's tough. Because one of the but so yeah, and so um, the he there's been the Bengals in the playoffs have scored seventy three points on offense. Okay. McPherson has forty points. Yeah, he's been money, and that's yeah. that's one of the he's ones I've heard. Got a gigantic cock. Every show is on McPherson field goals over. I think the point that's an interesting way to play. It was play one it and too. a half. It was one and a half, but it's juiced. Yeah, so that's so why I, that was my thought. Points. Yeah, that's why I did total points because it was like juiced to like minus one fifty, and I was like, eh, fuck it. I'll, if he's gonna, if, if he's gonna make two, maybe they can score twice. That's my whole thought process there. What about yeah, a yeah. um? So just speaking of McPherson, what about a a longest field goal, dude? I loved that too. I because, loved that too. Because Gay it was, has been missing him. Remember he who? was short. Gay. <laughs> oh, okay. The he's, kicker for the Rams. Gotcha. He's been myth- he he was short on the one. What, was he short on a forty-seven yard? 40, 47 yarder. Yeah. And McPherson's <laughs> just been making. He's making everything. Right and um yeah so there was a prop it was longest field goal by either team. They didn't like do the specific kickers, but yeah, it was the same thing. It was like I think the Bengals were like only minus one twenty-five or minus one thirty. I was like, dude, fuck, that's wow. You know, you got to think. Long Dong Fier- McPherson can probably put one through from fifty-five. If I don't know did. if our book has this prop, but would you bet a? Uh, there's probably a prop out there of will there be a field goal made over fifty yards? Oh, that's a prop for sure, but I'd, I haven't seen it. Um, what do you think? I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll have it, but like I plus one twenty from the over fifty. Yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy, but I mean, you're right. McPherson is just drilling these 50 yarders like it's nothing. Dude, but the, so the, the kind of props 
to move on from you know, McPherson yeah. here. Yeah. The, uh, the kind of props I like to bet too are kind of ones that aren't like a numerical value, like a field goal or a touchdown or whatever. Um, so the this one is uh, the the first team to call a timeout, and I I would take the Rams there. It's minus one fifteen both sides, a little juice. But uh, I found an article that said McVeigh calls on average. 2.9 unnecessary timeouts per game. Well, this and, motherfucker and always calls those motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Last so, week you're gonna... against the Niners, they're out of timeouts by the fourth quarter. Right. right? And um, yep, exactly. And he's called the first timeout every game in the last nine games. Wow. I can't. I saw that one and I was like, holy shit. And you could ask any Rams, well, all like seven Rams fans in LA, you could probably ask one of them, hey, how do you like McVeigh's use of timeouts? And they're like, holy shit, this dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So one one of the few things he sucks at. He he just kind of strikes me as a guy who's such a like perfectionist that if he sees something that doesn't look right, he has no problem. He's going to panic and freak out on the sideline. And he's a great coach, but I'm just saying yeah. if somebody's not lined up right or if they don't have the right like look they expected defensively, he'll fire a timeout and burn it. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit, which I respect, but yeah. it's just, you know. Yeah, I feel like some of these announcers kind of sometimes, oh, you can't burn a timeout there. Well, what if they got scored on on that play because they weren't lined up right? Like, Isn't that what they always fucking say? Yeah, they like, say, oh, you can't gonna... bring him into the locker room. Right. You're gonna need those timeouts, yeah. So it's fucking whatever. stupid. That's a that's an interesting one. I had not even thought of that. Okay, but I love that one, man. And it, I yeah. thought it was gonna be juiced more. Minus one fifteen. It feels like pretty. It's pretty fair because, like, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of variables in this. But if the Rams get the ball, maybe you know, yeah. like you said, fuck up. Call time. What if necessarily? What if before there's a timeout called, there's a failed challenge? Uh, it has to be a call timeout called by. So it has to be an actual catch. Okay. okay, a coach, the coach. Sorry, it, they yeah they so they put it was it wasn't the team it was the coach. Okay. So what if <laughs> there's like one for like no timeouts or calls? There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I, I like that one. I'm probably gonna. Fire I like that, that one too. One. Yeah, that's that's a fun one. It's a fun one. You know, it's a fun one. What else you got? um team to record the first sack uh rams okay, every everyone's gonna do rams on that yeah minus 140 but i just you know i think protecting stafford's gonna be a priority so you know and burrow while that is definitely the same over there they can't fucking do it <laughs> okay but dad they did last week remember you guys had bet the the sacks over yeah, and it, and it didn't. Hit. It, well, it did hit, but it didn't look like it was going to hit. Like Burrow right. was not because this is the game after he took nine against Tennessee, and last week it was very apparent that part of their game plan was to not take bad sacks. He was throwing the ball into the ground, so I wonder if they might have a similar game plan here to not let's let's not get into third and. 17 early just let's err on the side of and and i wonder because you're right everyone is going to fire rams on that because the narrative is that since he's o-line won't block and can't block but the Bengals have some pretty good motherfuckers on their side hendrickson hubbard 
I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked. That wouldn't be my favorite one. I wouldn't be shocked if everyone at the bets Rams on that. And that's also one that's tough because it really is going to, I mean, whoever gets the ball first could be, that could be right. huge it's, it's a little scary, but uh-huh. I don't know. I just, I was just looking at those props right now. Uh-huh. I mean, we can get okay. into some funnier ones if you want to, but yeah, whatever yeah. you want to do, Matt. No, let's do it. Uh, Gatorade colors. Do you have a guess? I don't know. I'm, I know Kyle loves this one, though. Uh, the could... favorite is orange for plus 200, though. Is that because if since he wins, it's going to for sure be orange? I don't know. I think it was orange, like, last year and a couple of years. Like, it's been a, it's a, just a common color. It's probably the, the, the flavor the players like the most. And then I thought it would be blue, but blue's next. And then followed Burns by purple, yeah. red. Purple's the long shot. Purple's really? 10, to, 10 to 1. I was like actually cashed last week or last week, last year. When I think the, the purple Gator it's pretty good. Yeah, purple's good. Kind, and of, a, kind of a great and, guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's also clear is, is in there what? too. Clear? <laughs> so it'd be like water. Like they just grabbed it instead of a Gatorade bucket, they grabbed a water bucket. Because oh the bet is actually liquid to hit coach. Oh, it's oh. not even. <laughs> Wow. What if it's like cum or piss? <laughs> Is that count? <laughs> how would the how would the books grade that? It'd be fucked. <laughs> Imagine that controversy. <laughs> it wasn't Gatorade. Uh, now what do we do? Like <laughs> <laughs> a streaker gets on the field and just goes with like pisses on his shoe behind him is that graded yellow wow i don't know is, let's, check his hy- to... let's check his hydration levels yeah <laughs> all right <laughs> so i know gatorade color is that's a kyle that's a kmart favorite uh what are, what are some of the other fun ones um this this one i really really liked and this is the one i kind of wanted you to i wanted the whole team to guess because i thought it would be pretty fucking hilarious but uh the super bowl mvp during his speech first thing he mentions oh man is so this is where you got like get the favorites yeah can you get can you get the favorite matt i I mean it's god is always up there god is number two yeah i've got to thank god um teammates that's the favorite great coaches yes coaches is wife coaches is family yes you know what? What's family? Family's uh, plus six hundred. God, because I wonder, like, I wonder if Stafford would be the kind of guy that would that would thank his wife so early. He, uh, like, well, this is gonna, this is incredible. McVeigh for trading for his ass, getting me the I don't know, fuck I just out of know Detroit. Kelly Stafford is just, just kind he's of he's a god guy though too. He's a yeah, god guy. he is. He's a Texan, so he's a big god guy. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's those are one fun more ones. you're missing. Do you have any? Do you have another guess? There's one more you're missing. The long no. shot on the board. Uh. Dog. Actually, two. I would thank my dog. <laughs> City or fans? There and, aren't any. <laughs> well, I think Burrow would. He lives oh, Burrow in Cincinnati. Would. Yeah, yeah, Burrow. And would. then, um, uh, team owner. No. Is the long shot eighteen to one? Thought that one was pretty funny. I, I think we just got a hammer. 
God. I, I think you just go. I know. I think you go <laughs> <laughs> bet on God. <laughs> hey, uh, dude, I feel like team or teammate has to be it, right? I think we Minus go to. I think we we go to mass on Sunday morning. We go to church. We take the body and the blood, and then we bet on God. <laughs> I think that's the move. That's, I wonder if I can get hope. Chris and Ed to go to church with me. What if he grabs the mic and he just goes, "Thank God"? What is that? Yeah, as? I, mm, I think that counts. I think first it counts. Thing, first thing he mentions, I think that's still a loophole. Like, what if he picks up the the fucking? They have an MVP trophy, right? I think so. And he picks it up and he's like, "Oh my God, I love my teammates." How is that graded? Ooh. That I would that would be I wish we could ask Dave Sheriff on that. Like what are these <laughs> in, in some of these like novelty props? What's your nightmare scenario where it would not be possible to grade it? I would love to be able to uh, ask him that. That would be great. I would like to see a, a um coin toss where the fucking quarter just somehow sticks in the ground like perfectly sideways. Perpendicular. And then what is it? Do they have to just rethrow it? I mean, you've got crazy stuff that's happened where, like, didn't this they happen forget. to the Steelers? <laughs> Dude, because I remember Jerome yes. Bettis freaking out yes. where they they called it and the ref screwed up. Fucked like, it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand, like, why for a coin toss. Okay, there's one version of a coin that I'm okay with, and that would be having a fucking helmet on each side of which team. And then you don't even call anything. You just flick it. Yeah. But it drives me crazy when they do, like, the stadium is tails and the, yeah, uh, the football the, is heads. And you're like, why are we making this more complicated? Yeah. It's a coin toss. It's, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of anti-coin. I'd just get rid of it. Give the home team the option. I like the opening coin toss, though. It's just, I like the it's so, it feels like soccer. Thing. It's a soccer thing. Uh, well, it is foot called football. It is. I don't know. It just... <laughs> Oh, hockey doesn't. I, I don't know. I'm a hockey guy. We don't do coin tosses in hockey. And you have you heard of the prop that's been going down the fucking um the uh when the ball goes through the end zone or if yeah there's a return on the so the touchback. Off? So this this one's interesting. Um, apparently it's a different ball. Yeah, because apparently to the yeah Pat McAfee yeah that because this ball that they use for the kickoff goes to the Hall of Fame. Yep. So it's a special ball, and people have said that it's like kicking a brick. Those were Pat McAfee's words, and so like that's why. Brick, yeah. yeah, that's why no touchback is a great bet. I think so, but god damn, you don't think there's going to be some insider information here? That's my worry. I, I'm right. Like, yeah, they take it out of a box, but what if they actually? or they slid that ball prior to going in that box into a couple of kickers like eight, uh, Jay Feely works for Fox or whatever they'll fucking just call him yeah. can you come down and just punt the shit out of this thing for a couple of minutes soften it up yeah I don't know it's just yeah that's a weird one that feels like one there. that's like so overanalyzed by like gambling Twitter and shit that everybody's oh, gonna dude. end up on it and they talked about it for like 15 minutes on follow the money today because yeah. some dude went back and looked and it was like it it's 26 of the last 28 have 
been returned and the only two that haven't were uh, Justin Tucker and then some other dude with a fucking third cock as a leg. Huh. Or third leg as a cock. (laughs) Jeez. I'm not high or anything. Whoops. Well, let's let's save some of the props for Thursday. I know the other one that I've been hearing everybody's on is Cam Akers rushing yards over because uh, people seem to think that the Rams are going to be leading and running the ball. So that's one that everyone seems to think is free money. We'll save some for a discussion later in the week with the other dads. Bro, bro attempts probably is probably free it's money. Same, same logic that they'll be trailing. So we can get into some of like the game flow ones like that uh, with the other dads later in the week. But let's just end the show with this. In a week, we will recap the Super Bowl and we will be moving on to other sports. So uh, some non-NFL updates. Uh, The NHL was back tonight from their all-star break. Quick word, uh, the last time the NHL took a little bit of a break was for the uh, COVID surges back in December. Once they returned, games were flying over for a while. Now, both of the totals for the games tonight was set at six and a half. And that was interesting to me. Uh, they go one and one, the Leafs and the hurricanes go to overtime where it's a four, three final. So that one gets there. The other one did not. Uh, and that snapped a, it was a crazy streak for devils goal in first 10 minutes. Yep. Fucking a dude. The devils were 16 and oh, last 16. And they lose today when I bet, bet it for the first time. Yeah. So. I think they, I think Gotta they love scored. It. At, a, at the 11.30 mark or something like that. So it didn't take much longer. And, of course, the first period over would have gotten there. there of course, there were two goals in the last 10 minutes. But, anyway, yeah, keep an actually, eye on these. Yeah. Go. When you told me about the overs, how they've been flying over after yeah. the break thing, I, I parlayed both overs like a fucking square bitch. Ah. And I lost. I mean, there were only two games. And the, the reason and the thinking behind it, it makes sense, is that when you have a little bit of a layoff, the rustiest part of a team's game is going to be team defense. Like guys just aren't in the right spots or they're not back checking hard. So that's why they, people seem to believe that they will end up with more goals. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way to blindly bet overs. Cause I think it's very hard to out information. The books they are aware of this too. So just keep an eye on that. Um, what else are we doing? We're doing two dads, one ball. That is Kyle's, uh daily college hoops tweet with neil um that's been pretty that's been pretty fun to watch the saturday six packs with chris duke have been great um he's as at, at hazmat suit 23 on twitter those have been good uh i think three and three saturday but they've been pretty good the previous couple weeks our uh, our french dad smelling out those bad lines and then the nba i mean who cares yeah who gives a shit you don't know who the fuck's playing. These guys sit out. They can't play at home when they're not vaxxed. I mean, it's it's a joke. And I know it's, our it our, is a joke. Our anteater dad loves to do the uh, the totals. He loves to do the unders when both teams are on a back to back. I don't know about yeah. that. I know the Nets are on a losing streak of eight, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, and that's pretty yep. that's pretty great. We love to see that. We love to see again. Shout out cash considerations hashtag anybody but the nets or lakers um all good there so nba i i have no interest i don't even oh the the 
the Lakers sucking too is pretty hilarious. And Ru- <laughs> Russell Westbrook just everyone <laughs> the worst the Lake- shooter of all time. <laughs> all the Laker fans screaming, "Don't shoot!" When he's lining up a three, I heard, absolutely hear they, uh, legendary. <laughs> they started booing him last night when he was just shooting. <laughs> like he would just start like go up for a jump shot and booze would just rain down. So bad. Fucking love it. I was so bad. Lakers fans respect for that, and they can't even trade that motherfucker. So they no. are fucked. <laughs> They're fucked. They're fucked. I want to ask so, Kyle and Chris when they're back. So the the word on the street is that LeBron James wants to keep playing until his son is drafted. Then he wants to play with his son. Yeah, what a joke. Fuck LeBron. See, I I think most people don't even think that's cool. I mean, I it think is, I so think many people are out on LeBron though. Like, I don't even think has we, anybody. I don't care. Has, it, has anybody ever done it in the NBA? No, but I remember Griffey. And see, that was cool. Well, I was going to say baseball for sure, but that's that was cool, though, because Ken Griffey Jr. was likable. And and that was pretty badass for them to be playing at the yep. same time. But I think so many people are out on LeBron. I don't even know if people want that. Like, whatever. I don't know. I think he's just <clears throat> he's just quite hated. Yeah, he is. He makes it hard to like him. But yeah, Nets. one last thing, Matt. It's kind of funny. The two favorites for the NBA title, the Nets and the fucking Lakers, they're both <laughs> probably going to be in like the play-in game. <laughs> oh, God. I'd love to be sitting on a ticket for one of those to miss the playoffs. I, that Oh, fuck. That would have been... If we were smarter, we would have just put a little on that just because we want that. And um, What do you think that was? Like plus... 500. A lot. Yeah. yeah. Five to one, probably uh, a note for no playoffs. Well, with those odds, we'd have to put at least a C note on it. You can't yeah. fuck around. Yeah. All right. We'll be back later this week, um, maybe Thursday or Friday. We'll give a final Super Bowl preview. We'll get the rest of the dads. Uh, we'll let Chris Duke make the case on why he believes that the Bengals are a square dog. And because why nobody's Rams, on the Rams. No one's betting the Rams, according to Chris Duke. So. <laughs> uh we can't wait to hear that fascinating take um we'll get hopefully we'll get kyle he's been mr Bengals all year you got to give him credit um did he actually know what he was talking about or is he just a blind homer we'll we'll let him answer for that and uh hopefully we'll get the rest of the dads but joe this has been lovely i'm gonna go pass out you're gonna (laughs) probably your eyes are already like halfway fucking closed no dude i got time I got time. I got to, I can go watch a movie and enjoy it even more, but yes, I'll sleep. Great. All right. What poop do we want to reference? Well, is there poop today? I didn't even look. I guess Virginia was kind of poopy plus 11. Yeah. Virginia was poop. So sometimes when you bet on poop, it works out. sometimes when yeah. you bet on poop, step in shit and then smell it crispy. Yep. This is Fade You.